Nedarim Dafnun Hey, the last thing we were discussing was a person who vowed upon himself a general thing. And what does he mean? What does he not mean? And we said that according to Tanakama, anything that a Shaliyah would ask about, then it's not part of what the person vowed on. And Rabbi Akiva, it's the exact opposite. The only reason he's asking about it is because it's part of that. Anything that is totally far-fetched that a Shaliyah wouldn't ask about, that's not part of what the vow was. And we brought a Braita showing a Mahloket and a Kaman and a Ben Shimon If a person vowed from eating meat, what exactly does it entail? And with that, we're going to start Nun He Amud Aleph straight from the beginning by the Mishnah. First word on the page Hanoder Min Hadagan. If a person vowed he's not going to eat grains, Asur Beful Hamitzri Yavesh, Devere Bimeir. Contri Bimeir, he would be Asur in eating uh, the Egyptian bean, Egyptian cowpea. It's it's full Hamitzri. We're not sure exactly what it is. According to Bimir, Hachamim Omrim, and Asur Ela, Hameshet Haminin. According to Hachamim, is only Asur, the five grains that are Hita, Seora, Kuseme, Chibol, Shual, Veshipon, wheat, barley, rye, oats, spelt. Rabbi Meir Omer, if someone vows from grains, and Asur Ela, Hameshet Haminin, he's only Asur from the five grains. Uh, wheat, barley, rye, oats, belt. But it's someone who vows from dagan, which is a different way of saying grain. What he really means is asur bakol. He's not allowed to eat anything that you make a pile out of, anything that is that's a grain. However, umutar ilanu biarak. But he's allowed to eat fruits and vegetables. And the Gemara starts, it sounds like Rabbi Meir who said, if a person vows from dagan, he's asur and everything, lemimra, that He's trying to explain that the dagan is called the midgan mashma, anything that is harvested, anything that you make in a pile. The problem is Mativ Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef has a problem. It says in the Pasuk, and this is in regard to King Hizkiyah, in his time nobody was giving trumot ma'asrot, and he made a takana, he made a decree that everyone has to give trumot and ma'asrot. And when it was known all over, Hirbu b'nei Israel. Bnei Israel gave a lot of reshit dagan tirosh veitzhar. They gave a lot of the grains, the oils, the wines. And anything from the field as much as they as much as they could. Ve'iyamart dagan called the midgan mashman. If you want to tell me that dagan is anything that you pile up and harvest, Mikey frotz adavah hirbu. What does that mean? They brought tivata sedeh. Meaning, why are you telling me they brought more crop? It says already dagan. Why do you have to bring everything else? So Amar Abaye, no, no, no. You need uh, everything else. While Atuye Perot Ailan Ve'arak, it's coming to add even fruits and vegetables they gave Trumot and Mahasrot on. So yes, Dagan means everything, every grain, but it doesn't mean fruits and vegetables. So that's why they had to mention Tirosh, Itzhar, and Koltevat Next, we learned in the Mishnah Rabbi Meir Omer Hanodemina Tevuah. If someone vows from Tevuah, he's only Asur from the five grains. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Akol Modim, everyone agrees. If someone vows from he's only asur from the five grains. And Tanyana Miachi, we have a bright like that. Shavin, Hachamim, and Rabimir are equal. If someone vows from he's only asur from the five grains. Opshita, of course. This is the girl explains. I would have thought the word tevua means everything. That it does not mean everything, it only means the five grains. So now, Mativ Rav Yosef. It says in the Pasuk, that Pasuk, 
when the decree went out, Ben Israel gave a lot of dagan, tirosh, yitzhar, etc. And it said at the end of the Pasuk, Tevu'at HaSadeh. It says the Tevu'ah of the Sadeh. Now, the problem is, if the, the Ga'an is the five grains, then Tevu'ah can't also be the five grains. So Amarava, no. Tevu'ah Lehud and Tevu'at Sadeh Lehud. Tevu'ah by itself is one thing. Tevu'at Sadeh is a different thing. Tevu'ah by itself is the five grains. Tevu'at Sadeh means everything else. Bar Mor Shemuel, the son of Shemuel, Pakid, at the time of of his passing, he commanded the Litenun Telesal Fezuzeleraba Min Alalta de Nehar Panya. He said he commanded that they should give Raba thirteen thousand zoos from Alalta by the river of Panya. So Shalhara Balika Midrav Yosef. So Rava sent the messenger to Rav Yosef, Alalta Hechi Mikraya, what's Alalta? So Amar of Yosef Matnitin it's a Mishnah. The perush of the word tevuah is alta. And we have a Mishnah that says, if a person vows from tevuah, he's only a source from the five grains. It must mean the five grains. What are you comparing? The word tevuah means from the five grains. It makes sense. However, alta can mean anything. You can give him 13,000 zoos from anything. So Haderuhu Lekame de Rabbah. They brought it back to Rabbah. So Amar, so Rabbah said, It's not a question to me that Alta called me Le Mashma. I understand that Alta means everything. This is the question I have. Let's say he had 13,000 zoos from houses and boats. Can you give that? Miamrina, do we say, since they go down in prices, that's not alta. Alta sounds like ilui, something that goes up in price, not go down. Or maybe, since the boats and houses, they go down slowly. Maybe it's alta, it's part of the alta. So they said in front of Rav Yosef, Amar, so Rav Yosef said, wait a second, if he doesn't need us, and he knows the answer already, why did he send it to us? Iqbad Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef got upset. So Shamar Rabah heard that Rav Yosef got upset. So he came out of Kippur to the rabbi to apologize. He found, uh, Ravah found that the servant of Rav Yosef, he was pouring in front of Rav Yosef a cup of wine. Ravah told the servant, Give it to me, I want to pour the rabbi. So Yahavale gave him the cup, and he started pouring the, the, the wine, he mixed it with a little bit of uh, water. Now, remember, the, the average person mixes his wine, he dilutes it with water, one to two ratio, Raba, a little bit weaker, one to three ratio. So Kikashate, one of Yosef uh, tasted the wine, Amar, he said, Haden this diluted wine tastes like the diluted, like dilution of, of Rabbah. So Amale Rabbah told him, I'm him. I came to apologize. Amale So Rav Yosef told me, you're not allowed to sit. Do you expect me the following thing? What does the Pasuk mean? These are different places that Bnei Israel went in the, in the desert. So Amale Rabbah told him, when a person makes himself lowly, he humiliates himself like a desert, and, and everyone there, meaning he'll come and he'll learn Torah from everyone, then 
תורני תנה לא במתנה לתורה, נהמה זה גפט שנאמר, וממדבר מתנה. וכיוון שניתנה לא במתנה, once it's given to him as a gift, ניחלו אל. He's going to have a zechut, he's going to get inheritance in this world and the next. שנאמר, וממתנה נחליאל. וכיוון שניחלו אל, and once he inherited both worlds, עולה לגדולה, he goes up to the greatness, שנאמר, וממתנחליאל במות. ואם הגביע עצמו, and if a person is hoary, אז גאווה, הקדוש ברוך הוא משפילו, הקדוש ברוך הוא לא רואה זה משנאמר, ומבמות הגאי. From במות, from all the way up on the stage to the valley. ולא עוד, אלא ששוקעין אותו בקרקע, not only that, he goes deep into the ground, שנאמר, ונשקף על פני הישימון. He looks over a wasteland, that's where they put him. ואם חוזר בו, if he goes back and he, and, he, and he humiliates himself, he gets that ענווה, הקדוש ברוך הוא מגביהו, הקדוש ברוך הוא raises him again. שנאמר כל גאה ינעשה, every valley will be raised. And the Gemara goes back to our סוגיה. תניא, הנודה מן הדגן, if someone vows from grains, אסור אף בפועל המצרי יבש. He's not allowed to eat from that Egyptian קרפי, הוא מותר בלח. But he's allowed if it's, if it's moist. If it's dry, not allowed, wet, allowed. ומותר באורז, he's allowed to eat rice. בחלקה, it's a type of wheat that's split into two. בתרגיס, it's that wheat dish split into three. ובתסני, wheat dish split into four. The idea is, once the tzura, once the image of the wheat is not there anymore, it's not called dagan anymore, and therefore they would be mutar. Here's another b'rita. נודר מן פירות השנה, someone who is not going to eat the fruits of this year, אסור בכל פירות השנה, he's not going to eat any fruits from this year, whether vegetables or fruits. ומותר בגדיים ובטלאים, but he's allowed goats and sheep, ובחלב ובצים וגוזלות, milk, eggs, chickens, ואם אמר גידולי שנה עליי, אסור בכולן, but if he says anything that grows this year, then he's אסור in everything. הנודר מן פירות הארץ, if someone vows from the fruit of the land, אסור בכל פירות הארץ, he's not allowed to eat fruits of the land, meaning fruits, vegetables, ומותר בקמהין ופטריות, but he is allowed to eat mushrooms and truffles. ואם אמר, if he said, גידולי קרקע עלי, anything that grows from the ground on me, אסור בכולן, he's not allowed to eat anything, including the mushrooms and truffles. The problem is, or mean he, look, we have a Mishnah in Brachot, al davah shen gidulo min haaretz, that did not grow from the land, omer shakol niya bilvaro, and v'tanya we have a b'raita, that ala melech bala zamit, on salt, on salt water, v'al kemehinu fitriyot, mushrooms and truffles, omer shakol niya bilvaro, because they don't grow from the land. So why is it that if I say anything that grows from the land, it's asur? So amar abaye, mirbara bu mera'a, because... They do grow from the ground. However, they, they get their sustenance. They, they get what, their moisture from the air, not from the land. The Gemara says, But didn't we learn it's something that's not grown from the ground and we said that he's not allowed to eat mushrooms and truffles? So the Gemara explains, no, so you should learn, you should switch the text to yonek, whatever gets sustenance from the ground. And you can understand that mushrooms and truffles, they don't get their sustenance from the ground, and therefore they're mutar. Next, Mishnah. A person vowed from a garment, meaning garments are not allowed to me. מותר בשק, he's allowed to wear sackcloth, וביריעה, a sheet, וחמילה, a thick curtain. All these things are made of 
thicker clothing, uh, wool of goats that is thick, it's not really called clothing. If a person said, Amar konam semir If a person said that wool is a konam to put it on me, then mutalit kasot begizet semir. He is allowed to put on himself pieces of wool that haven't been worked on yet. Same thing, hapishtan ole alai. If a person said, I'm not going to wear any linen, any flax on me, mutalit kasot pishtan. He's allowed to put flax and like bundles, pieces here and there that haven't been worked on. Everything is determined based on the person making the vow. If a person was carrying uh, wool or linen and he was sweating and it smelt no, uh, no good, and he said, I'm not going to wear it on me. He's allowed to wear it. He's not allowed to carry it. Because he really meant carrying, he didn't mean wearing. And the Gemara starts, If someone vowed from garment, he's allowed to wear sackcloth, and sheet, a curtain, He's not allowed to wear the thick money belt that people put money in the belt, or a piskiya, or a wide belt that people tie strings to and they hang on it, uh, different type of stuff. Ubiskurtiya, the Gemara explain what that means. Ubktabliya, it's a, a thick leather uh, garment. Vanpilya, a sock. Uplinya, an apron. Umichinasayim, vekoa, pants and a hat. All these things are called uh, garments. My iskurtiya, what's that iskurti uh, that we talked about? So Amara Baba Barhana Kituna It's a tanner's apron. The those who work with leather, when they wear an apron, that's the iskurti. Tanya. We learned uh, in the Braita Gabe Shabbat, Yotzin Besak Ave. Someone is allowed to walk out with a thick sackcloth. Ubsagos Ave with a thick blanket. Ubiria ubihamila. And with a sheet and a curtain. I mean, you're allowed to walk out with all these things if you're wearing it, if there's rain outside. But not in a box, in a basket, not with a mat, because they're not clothing, they're just a load. They're allowed to walk out with sackcloth on Shabbat because he's not carrying it, rather that's what he wears. Not just shepherds, anyone could walk out with this uh, sackcloth. Only spoke in the present since shepherds walk around with that thing, therefore we just mentioned them. But really, anyone is allowed to walk out with that sackcloth. Next, we learned the Mishnah said, Everything depends on the situation of the Noder. If he's carrying this, and he's saying, I'm not going to put it on me, he meant actually carrying it, and he didn't mean wearing it. Tanya. What did Rabbi Uda mean? Everything depends on the vower. If he's wearing wool, and it was just very hot, or it's hurting him, and he said, I vow that wool is not going on me anymore. He's not allowed to wear it. But he's allowed to carry it. If he's carrying linen, and he's sweating because it's very heavy, and he said, I vow I'm not going to wear flax, linen, anything like that. The meaning, she's allowed to wear it, just he's not allowed to carry it, because that's what caused him the pain.
And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen.